Podcast Answer Man, episode number 189. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the podcast devoted to podcasting, helping you, encouraging you to take your show to the next level. That's what we're always here to do, whether you're a brand new podcaster or somebody who's been podcasting maybe even longer than me. Anyway, we're going to talk about some great things today. Hey, a couple of things just off the top of my head here, getting things started before I start uh, going to the voicemail feedback hotline. And the first thing I want to share with you is that uh, there are a couple things going on. First and foremost, uh, I'm I'm entering into, uh, I guess, what is a whole new phase for... Uh, my business and and podcasting in general and and all this other stuff and I don't even know what I mean when I say that, uh, but I, I've been on an interesting journey over the past five years of podcasting. I've absolutely loved it, uh, and I've been doing this full time as my career for three years now. And uh, in fact, uh, one more week it'll be three years exactly. And and wow, there have been some amazing blessings and that have come along the way. Uh, but you know, there comes a time when, man, I guess I'm hearing from some friends of mine, some trusted advisors that, you know, when you go through and and you experience some, some, some big successes and and I've experienced some pretty big successes here in the last uh, couple months that, um, you know, that, that there's sometimes some pain associated with growth that, that is possible about, you know, coming through some of these successes. I, I, and 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 I must be experiencing some some growing pains here, and and I've been doing a lot of self evaluation of, of of my motives and getting back to the understanding of why I got into podcasting in the beginning and about you know what what is it you know that I want to do moving forward. You know, obviously, one of the things that I want to avoid is being one of those annoying internet marketers that just always are bombarding you with sales messages. And not that I feel like I've done that, but man, have I, I just got the feeling like lately it's, it's, it's been a a lot of focus, a lot of my time, a lot of my energy has been on how can I make that next dollar? And, and I'm not going to say that that's a terrible thing, but man, it's, it's something that, that, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm not leaning too heavy on that end because, you know, I, I, I've, I've said this many times and I would say that 99.99999% of the time for me, podcasting, doing this business, it's not about all, it's not about the money. It's not, that's not why I do what I do. But I want to share with you that last month, November 2010, was the most profitable month that I've ever had in my business and actually in my life. Uh, I mean, and, and, and I feel pretty good about that, but, but I want to tell you that, that I, I would say probably there was at one point, if not maybe through a good majority of the month that, that, you know, that it, it, there may have been a time when it crossed over to where it became about the money. Um, I, I, I can't say that for sure. You know, obviously you're talking to a guy or you're not talking to a guy, you're listening to a guy, you're listening to a guy who has a wife 
who has three kids that are between the ages of five and 11 and, and, uh, you know, who, who is working on, you know, preparing a future and, and planning for, you know, things like, gosh, kids who have, you know, $6,000 of surgery on their mouth, like my five-year-old daughter just had. And my, my 11 year old who's getting ready to go in and have braces. And that's going to be a couple more thousand dollars. And, and, uh, you know, making big, huge business decisions, like, um, doing what I feel is the right thing and, and ending a podcast, which is going to, you know, pretty much effectively, uh, you know, end a sponsorship relationship of a podcast that has been very profitable for me and, and very good for me, the virtual assistant podcast. And I'm, uh, I've only got one more week I'm going to do of that show. And, and that's of my own decision. It's not theirs. The, the matter of fact, they would love to continue on. And, and regardless of whether or not you think that's a great idea and all the different ideas people have submitted that, you know, how you can continue. And I, I have my reasons for doing what I'm doing. And, and, um, you know, I'm the type of person I like to share everything, but there are some things that, you know, I just need to keep to myself. And, and, uh, so, you know, I, I, there's, there's so many different things happening. And so, so yeah, there, there's money's on my mind. It is. I'm not going to say that, that, that money has no, I've never said that money doesn't enter into the equation. I just basically, I say for me, this business isn't about the money. It's not, it's not just about the money. But man, I tell you, I, I felt very heavily focused on the money. Now, you know, that heavy focus on the money brought in a lot of income in, in November. It did. And, and by the way, I'm thankful for the fact that it did because my daughter needed $6,000 worth of work on her on her teeth at the hospital. You know, five-year-old daughter going into the hospital and having lots of work done on her teeth, that... Yeah, that that's that's a hefty chunk of change, and and I praise God for the fact that I had the amount of business that I had last month, and I was blessed with, you know, approximately six thousand dollars more than I've ever made before in this business, and and it's just funny how things work out like that. Although, you know, looking back, I doubt it was a, a coincidence, and and you know, and and there's just parts of me that's like, you know, hey, I I want I wonder if I can duplicate some of the success of you know just you know keeping this as my income level, and that was that was becoming a goal of mine. Okay, how can I do this? And and here I come into December 2010, and and I get sick with strep throat. I'm down for four days. My virtual assistant gives me notice that she's leaving. And then actually, the day that I'm diagnosed with strep throat, I. I end up getting, you know, sick and, and I'm without a virtual assistant and things start piling up. And after I finally can stand up straight without the world spinning out of control, uh, I come back down and I'm backed up. I'm starting to get depressed. I've lost all inspiration. Creativity's out the window. No motivation. And it just just takes every bit of energy for me to just move one step ahead and mark the next thing off my to-do list. And and uh, then all of a sudden, I you know things are okay. I'm taking it easy, you know, unmotivated, but still staying pretty much positive. And then I come down with a sinus infection, and then, oh man, it, yeah. It, let's just put it this way: December 2010, not nearly as profitable as 2000 uh, November 2011 or 2010. So, so all of a sudden, it's just rocking my world. It's like not only is it not profitable, but it's just nowhere near it. And then all of a sudden, it's like Christmas is coming up, and we got all these other things. And and man, I've been facing so many different decisions. And by the way, that right there was like a six or seven minute um, summary of pursuing a balanced life podcast episode number 483. Uh, so if you don't, if you don't want to hear the entire one hour episode of pursuing a balanced life for episode 483, that was a, that was about a seven minute, um, 
summary of that episode. Only I was a little bit more depressed. And I did actually end up coming out of that episode with uh, a bit of positive insights uh, that, that have, you know, seeing the positive out of all the negatives and, and what are the potential positive sides of these things. And so if you want to hear, you know, a bit more of the business end of Cliff Ravenscraft's mind and head and and uh, as congested as it probably was at the time, go check it out. Uh, PursuingABalancedLife.com, episode 483. So with all of that being said, you know, I, I am. I'm ending the virtual assistant podcast. Next week's the last week. I'm feeling really great about it. It's a, it I'm, I'm finally feeling wonderful about the decision. Um, and, and I think that I've accomplished, I, I, I have accomplished a major, major feat with the virtual assistant podcast.com. And, and you know what? I'm encouraged and inspired to think, man, if I could do that, I could do it again and I could do it in other areas, the other areas where I find passion and, and, and passion is a big thing for me. I've always talked about, if you don't have passion for it, don't podcast, stop it. Don't do that to people. Don't make them listen to you and your passionless dribble. Seriously, kick it up a notch. You know, and if you're not passionate about it, shut it down and do something different. All right, that's my feeling. And and that's, of course, this is me taking my own advice. And so it's not that I'm not passionate about virtual. It's just I'm I'm not passionate about talking about it anymore because I feel like I've I've shared it all. and And so there you go. Anyway, so I am thinking about creating a new podcast. I don't. I don't even know what the name of it would be. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, obviously right now, you know, my, my mind is focused on building business and, and doing all of these other things with business. And, and so the virtual assistant podcast was a business related podcast. Podcast answer man is a business related podcast in my mind. I know there are a lot of you hobbyists out there listening to the show and I'm happy to have you here, but really my, my main purpose on this is, is actually my consulting business. And, and I mostly work with people who have small businesses who want to use podcasting as a marketing um, extension of their brand and and to and a way of building a relationship with their in a community around their their business and who and what they do and an organization. So yeah, when I think about this, I think about business as I'm I'm planning the show, and uh, not only that, but. Um, you know, I have Business Tech Weekly. I do with Andy Traub. Check it out, businesstechweekly.com. And that's a weekly show where we talk about technology tools that can help you in your business, online services. Um, and, and so that's very focused over there on that particular topic. We do a show called um, Social Media Serenity, socialmediaserenity.com. Do that with my good friend, Eric Fisher. And when I do it, I think about business. I think about, you know, my business, my brand. How can I build relationships with people through social networking with all the changes? Facebook places, Gowalla, um, Foursquare, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn. What do all these things mean to me in my business? Uh, we talk about a lot of personal, you know, interaction, stuff like that. But I think as a, as, as a solopreneur, if that's what you want to call me, I actually have a, a you know, the, the, you know, I am my business and, and building relationships personally is building my relation. It, it builds my brand. My, I am my brand at this point in my life and in my business right now. And, you know, and some people have suggested maybe that should change. And, and you know what? I don't even know. I maybe it should, maybe it shouldn't. I, 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 those are things, those are decisions I'm still working out. But here's the thing. I've been thinking of a podcast. You know, uh, you know what? I don't have a podcast. Well, I do. I have pursuing a balanced life. 
And there's even the thought, you know, maybe pursuing a balanced life, I just start talking more about the business thinking stuff, you know, building relationships, making these decisions. Um, You know, obviously I talk a lot about my business in pursuing a balanced life, but then again, sometimes I talk a lot about health and a lot about fitness and a lot of, sometimes I just talk about, well, this is what's going on this week, (laughs) you know, and, and, and I talk about free. So pursuing a balanced life, I think can't be the place where I turn to talk about these businessy things. You know, when I say about business stuff, what, what am I wanting to talk about? A new podcast that I want to talk about is like, you know, uh, I threw out a question out on uh, Twitter and Facebook the other day and I said, hey, I got a question for you. Do you think, you know, you know, do you think somebody like me, a consultant uh, who charges $150 an hour for consulting, do you think I should charge a no-show fee if you actually no-show me? And, uh, you know, I got a lot of interesting feedback on that topic and, and, and so, you know, obviously there's a lot to think about there. And of course it doesn't happen to me very often. In fact, after I asked the question, I actually did go back and I looked and it's only happened. Only two people have stood me up in 2010, uh, two people, that's it. Two people have stood me up in 2010 and one of them happened this week and, and it happened to be in a week that it was actually one of only two consulting calls this week. I'm telling you, things have been a little thin here this week. But that's okay. Things are, I mean, it's Christmas week, right? So obviously that, that's to be expected. But still, it's not to be expected that, that somebody would schedule in an hour of my time and I block out, um, you know, actually effectively two hours, a, a half hour before and a half hour after, block out just to, to make sure I'm there ahead of time and prepared for the call and then half hour after the call just in case it goes over. But the deal here is that, um, you know, the person didn't show up and, you know, that, that yeah, burns me. It's one of my pet peeves anyway. But anyway, it doesn't, ha- it doesn't happen enough yet that I'm ready to make a policy. But the question is, is as a solopreneur, as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, as a you know, self-employed consultant, uh, freelancer, whatever you are, the question is, the, you know, I would love to have an episode, should I charge a no-show fee on my appointments? Yeah, it'd be a great discussion to have, whether I have it by myself and talk about all the pros and cons and share with you all the insights that are summarizing all the responses I get on the social networking questions that I ask. Um, you know, that that could be great. Or I could bring in people who have a lot more experience in, in running their own businesses and ask them for their advice and have a conversation with them. Another one is um, I've been having a great off, well, I guess offline, yeah, offline out, out of a podcast but offline conversation with uh, Dan Miller and and uh, Randy Kentrell and a couple other uh, close friends of mine who are also you know business owners and stuff like that. And I've been asking about this whole idea, the difference between the mindset of abundance and the mindset of scarcity, and how that relates to the thought of you know working with people who are your competition. You know, people who are doing maybe the similar or same things in your space, you know, you know, whether or not you, you, you know, should you feel threatened, you know, when, when they're, you know, participating in, in certain arenas and stuff like that, you know, it, it, just all of those different things. Those are the kinds of things that I would think would make a great podcast, things that I'm certainly passionate about. And, uh, you know, of course, there's a part of me that says, well, you know, P- Podcast Answer Man, it is my business brand. It is what drives the most amount of business. And and, and it is, you know, my consulting slash coaching, you know, persona and, and all of this other stuff. So, you know, maybe maybe Podcast Answer Man gets two episodes a week and maybe there's a, you know, techn- technical, you know, technical Cliff Answers Your Questions podcast 
episode each week. And then there's the, you know, Cliff talks about business stuff, online business stuff in Podcast Answer Man. The only thing is, is, is online business stuff. These, these questions of, you know, how do you deal with competition? How, you know, what do you do for account? You know, you know, what do you, you know, who do you hire? Um, you know, first, do you hire a virtual assistant? Do you need a CPA? You know, the, that's really not podcast related. It's not. It, it, and I think it would water down this brand. So that's not an idea. And then I think, well, the only obvious choice is to launch another podcast, just like you did for virtualassistantpodcast.com. It became its own extension of who I am. It became an extended brand. And it actually attracted, you know, virtual assistant podcast attracted people who basically found me as a result of iTunes searches, Google searches, and other searches. I mean, just a lot of people found virtual assistant and now they know who Cliff Ravenscraft is as a result of that particular show. And that's even driven people to gspn.tv. You know, my entire overall ministry of podcasting is how I see that. And then, of course, it's even drawn people into it's They heard about me first through virtual assistant. And now they're, you know, checking out podcast answer man. And some of them are even considering, hey, you know what? I have a business and I think my business could and it, and it drives traffic to me here. So my, I guess probably as I'm thinking through this, my, my thought is that if I do create this new podcast about business, um, that it would actually get its own. It would actually get another, you know, its own brand, another uh, its own extension out there. For example, Virtual Assistant Podcast, I'm getting ready to wrap that up next week. It'll be the last episode I do. And I plan on leaving that site online. And I plan on using that site to continue to have banners about all the other services and products that I have and encourage people to have uh, to check out the archives. And I plan on probably, I need to put this down. Uh, matter of fact, check this out. I'm going to pause and I'm going to tell you what I just put on my to-do list. And I'm back. And so what I just did is I added to my to-do list, create a YouTube video for the VA podcast site. So basically, I'm going to create a YouTube video that will always be there for everybody who just happens to come along the site. It'll be over in the sidebar. It says, what is, you know, what's up, you know, what's up with the VA podcast? Where are the, you know, where are the new episodes? And of course, it'll explain, you know, why I did, you know, the, what my original intent was for that show. And, and, um, the type of things that I covered and the fact that the archives are still there and Hey, you know, I, you know, I'm still around and you can check out some of these other places where you can find me. And so I'm definitely going to create that video so that, so that I can continue to use that as an extension, all that hard work of putting the virtual assistant podcast. Um, it, it definitely paid off, uh, in a big way. And it, I believe it can still continue to pull, you know, to, to, to be a big, uh, to be a big deal. And for me, and and drive traffic to me. So I, I, I think it's great. I'm looking forward to it. So, so yeah, I'm thinking about creating a new podcast about business and about the way of thinking. It's, it's the principles of this business. The, the it, it, it's the behind the scenes of business. It's, it's the, it's that kind of thing, you know, and, and in my podcast, new media consulting slash coaching over the past year, I've actually had people hire me to actually coach them in businesses as if I was a, a life career coach or something. And, and I've never set out to be that, but I love Dan Miller. Uh, and, and one of the things he says, you know, he gets people says, how, how do I become a coach? And, you know, I want to become a career coach like you. How do I do that? How do I get started? And his first question, he's like, well, first and foremost, do people ever ask you advice about starting their career? <laughs> because really that's, that's the first indication that that may be the direction that you that might be a possibility for you. Now, I'm not looking to completely change from my podcasting. Podcasting is my heart. It is my passion, and I want to help people learn how to do it. And I love it. And so, matter of fact, um, I want to say this. 
uh, you know, I create all these digital products uh, for sale and, and, and they're still selling by the way. And I'm so thankful for that. Trust me. I, I praise God for, for the, the, for the video tutorial. So if you've bought a video tutorial for me in December, thank you. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for buying a video product from podcastanswerman.com slash products in the month of December. Because to be honest with you, that and gspn.tv plus membership, that is a, that's pretty much my income <laughs> this month because I have, I've been sick in a very big way. And, and I've been in a transition between one virtual assistant to the next. And, and my consulting schedule has been thin, thin. And, and I tell you what, I had a consulting call, uh, yesterday, just one, but I had a consulting call yesterday and it went so extremely well. And it, re- and it's like, man, Wow, I I love consult. I love one-on-one consulting. I love one-on-one podcast consulting. And and you know, sure, I shared with this gentleman exactly what I share with people all the time. And it was the same, but I, but it was the first time he was hearing it, and it, it was benefiting him. And and you could tell he was getting exactly what he wanted. And sure, you could listen to what is there now? Um, you know, one hundred and eighty-nine episodes of podcast answer man. Yeah, you could listen and get it every but he got what he wanted right away and it helped him. It's like, yeah, okay, I am ready to take the next step with this for my organization. Wow, this was valuable. And he was more than happy to pay my hourly rate. And and that just blesses my soul. I love the one-on-one. And so I love these video training products. And yes, in January I'm gonna do some more webinars. And I am going to do some more video tutorials and I'm going to make more products for sale. And, and I know that that's going to continually be a growing income stream for me. And I think that's the wise thing for me to do. But man, I'll tell you what, I need to make sure that, you know, in January, now that I've got Amy, my new virtual assistant in place that, yeah, I'm working on, uh, on, um, you know, building, building up that, that consulting schedule back to where it needs to be and where I want it to be because I love the one-on-one interaction. Hey, we're going to now move on to, uh, uh, you know, I hope you guys don't mind that, that, that me, that I needed to, I needed to express all of that, all of everything there. I've shared bits and pieces of all of that stuff with different, just one-on-one people and friends and stuff like that. But I really, if for no, for no other reason, I needed to, to just get all of that out of my mind and put it into a podcast episode. And and I hope that you don't mind that I just shared all that. And I think I think that everything that I just shared with you pretty much has a lot to do mostly with podcasting. So there you go. Hey, we're going to turn first to Chris, uh, who's looking for a simple Skype interview mic. Take it over, Chris, right here. Hey, Cliff. This is Chris from Connecticut, and I'm calling... For the podcast answer man i would uh i was just wondering if you want to do skype interviews with somebody and they don't want to have a full uh studio setup so you, they don't want to you know have to have a mixer and all of that is there a microphone that you would suggest using uh just for a skype setup for uh the the calling party who is never you know in studio because really, you know, in that case, we don't. That party probably wouldn't want to have a full studio set up. Okay. Well, thank you again. God bless. Bye. Now, Chris, I'm gonna I'm going to preface my um, answer to you by by pointing out the fact that you did say interview and not co-host. And in that scenario, I'm going to tell you 
that if somebody was if I was going to bring in somebody via Skype to do an interview with me, even if that interview happens occasionally, um, I'm going to tell you any USB headset uh, with a little boom microphone off to the side. Um, you know, Logitech makes them for like 20 bucks. Any one of those is going to be fine. The important thing is, is that person better not call me on Skype and dare speak to me with their internal microphone on their laptop or their iMac. Ugh, I hate that. Ugh, it drives me batty. But anyway, seriously though, um, 20 bucks, Amazon, just go, uh, just go to Amazon and type in Logitech headset usb and and by golly you know 20 bucks they're they're set uh is it going to sound great no uh is it going to sound is it going to sound good enough absolutely and uh the important thing here is when you get them connected the important thing that that little boom arm off to the left you're going to want them to point that down to you know tell them to point it right below their chin otherwise you're going to (sighs) get Well, of course, that just sounded disgusting. Like I said, I have a sinus infection. But anyway, you're going to get a little Darth Vader action happening when they breathe. So, uh, yeah, as soon as you get them on the line, make sure that you instruct them to uh, to take that microphone and just point it down just below their chin. Yes, you're still going to be able to hear them just fine, and anything's better than he- having them talk to you through their internal microphone. Uh, now, if that person, you know, you, you were talking about getting them a setup, you know, and and I'm thinking, you know, just by hearing you, I, I almost hear you asking about, you know, what if somebody I want to have somebody come in as a co-host and stuff like that. I have a co-host that uses a headset and it works. But I will tell you what, I have two shows where um, I have two shows where the guys uh, have gone out and gotten a rig. And when I say a rig, I'm talking about they, they got a they got a good quality microphone. Uh, one of them actually has the Rode podcaster microphone and it's a usb not my favorite choice but you know it, it works great enough for him seriously it, 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 it does a great job uh chris biting help i got a mac.com and uh you know he he comes in week after week with that it sounds great um eric fisher uh he comes in he's i think he went out he's he actually got it from me uh Heil pr40 microphone he comes in he sounds great lately eric if you happen to be listening to this um, lately his, his audio hasn't sounded all that great, but I think that's a majority of an issue with Skype and probably most everything to do with bandwidth. And, and it seems to be mostly on, on Eric and, in our connection. Father Roderick also has a high LPR 40 microphone that he purchased from me. And, uh, not, I will tell you nine times out of 10, if not more, uh, you know, and we've done a lot of podcasting together. He sounds just as good as being in studio, um, today and actually last week we, we've had some issues with Skype and bandwidth, but, uh, I, I think again, that's bandwidth issues and Andy, he, he comes in, I think he's using a, I think he uses a headset. I don't know if it's a Plantronics, whatever it is, but, um, it's good enough. It really is. It, it, it's, it's good enough. It's, it's, it's not, I mean, I'm an audio snob. You guys know me, but, uh, I've never, I've never asked Andy to go and purchase more. I've never had you know, I, I, you know, never had the finances just to send him, you know, four or $500, uh, equipment set up. And I'm not going to ask him to go through that expense to, to, to do the show with me. And, and, and the show sounds great. I, I, I think it sounds it, it business tech weekly. The audio of my Skyped co-host is in, in my opinion, I would say good enough. And I would say it's pretty darn good. 
you know, for improvement, but still, I, I'm very satisfied with the show that we do on Business Tech Weekly. So I hope that answers your question, Chris. We're going to move next to Richard in Boston, who says, I talk like I'm on the radio. Go ahead, Richard. Hey, Cliff, it's Richard from Boston with a comment for the podcast Answer Man. In particular, and probably all the rest of your shows, I don't don't know. I don't listen to them anyway. Um, over the two thousand plus podcasts you've been doing, you should realize this, but I guess maybe it's flipped or something. I don't know. But you constantly talk like it's a radio show instead of a podcast. You, for instance, I was listening today, and you said. Oh, don't forget, coming up this weekend, we have a webinar that you should sign up for, but you don't give a date. That's radio talk. It's not podcast talk. Yes, there are a few people that listen live, but the vast majority of your listeners, I'm sure, are not listening live. And you really got to, you know, got to think, remember that, okay? Otherwise, you do a hell of a job. Well, a great job. We don't want to use that word, right? Keep up the good work. Thanks. Richard, thank you so much for calling in. And I'm afraid that I am going to slightly disagree with you, if you don't mind. And I'm going to give you my reasoning behind that. And it has nothing to do with the live audience at all. But it has everything to do with the fact that 90% of every download of every episode of PodcastAnswerMan.com, 90% of every download happens within 24 hours of me putting this on the internet. 90% of every episode happens within 24 hours. Matter of fact, this is the one show that I produce that if I'm a day, if, if, if it's Saturday, I will typically have somewhere between 50, maybe even a hundred emails asking if, um, I posted the episode, but something's not working right. Because they didn't get it, they didn't get the episode in their iTunes. Um, this is a show. I, I, and 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 by the way, I don't say that to, to be boastful, but I, that's just the fact. And and I'm I'm very honored by that. I'm very honored that that this show means so much to a lot of people. It it, it blesses me to know that. And, it, and in fact, it's one of the reasons why I love doing this show because because I get so much out of it. You know, ego wise, if if that's okay to say that. I mean, it's true whether I say it or not. But uh, I do. I get an ego boost. Uh, you know, I, I, a little confidence boost in my myself when I know that this show means a lot to a lot of people. And, but yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't sit around and pay, you know, pay a lot of attention to stats, but I do have the ability to see stats of, you know, in, in trends. And I do go in occasionally and I will check and look at trends and podcast answer, man, 90% of my audience will download load this episode within 24 hours of it's going, going live. The, re, the other t- 10%, you know, it's going to happen. You know, the, 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 it goes, you know, most everybody, most everybody is going to download within 24 hours of it going live. And then the next one is, you know, within the first three days. And then it's within the first, you know, you know, the next 30 days. And then, you know, there, there are, of course, there are people, you know, I, I usually get about 20, somewhere about 20 people per week, 20 people per week right now who are finding podcastanswerman.com for the very first time and approximately four to five people every week who will download all 189 episodes of Podcast Answer Man. 
Not kidding you. It's just, I mean, still, I, I look at t- I look at the 2006 stats and I'm still seeing, I, I still see somewhere about 30 to 40 downloads per month on those, uh, those shows that, uh, were back in 2006. And, and it, it's consistent. It's consistent. And it also goes along with the feedback that I get from my, from several of my new consulting clients who said, Hey, I've been listening to you for 20 hours and I've listened to five hours since and I'm going slowly working through and I have this question. And so, uh, but Richard, let me tell you when I say, Hey, I've got a podcast, I've got a thing this week. There are a couple things. Number one, anybody who's downloaded this episode, there is a, always a date associated with it either on, you know, the, I mean, you look at your iTunes, you look at your MP3 player. I mean, there's probably a date. Uh, and if you hear me say things like, you know, there's something this Saturday and, and you know that, you know, you're listening to an episode that was recorded a long time ago, then you know to ignore that. But 90% of my audience, which by the way, is, is a sizable audience. When I actually say, Hey, this is the first time that I have an opportunity to announce to you that this weekend I'm doing this webinar and it's only $39. And I actually make that announcement in my podcast and I make the same announcement to my mailing list and I see that, you know, let's say 60 people sign up for my webinar and 40 of those people signed up as a result of clicking and registering from the notice that I gave on my mailing list. But, you know, 20 people signed up because they heard about it on the podcast and went and signed up. And I have ways of tracking that information. $39. So hold on. I'm not great at math. So I'm going to do 39 times 20. Yeah, it's worth it for me to say something like, hey, this Saturday, I'm going to do a webinar for $780 extra income for people to sign up for that who wouldn't have heard about it in the mailing list, who wouldn't have seen it on my website, but because they heard it in the podcast, oh, I definitely want to get in on that. I definitely, if if only 20 people are responding to that, it means a lot. It means $780 in that particular instance. And, um, you know, I've done some webinars that are $150 and I had, uh, I had 18 people who signed up as the result of a very last minute, 18 people times $150 in that case. Yeah, it was worth $2,700 to um can to get that word out there. So yeah, there you're going to hear me say very time sensitive information in this podcast just because unfortunately, I have to admit to you guys, I'm I'm a bit of a procrastinator sometimes and and sometimes I I I don't get things done as quickly as I like and in fact, I didn't announce that it was our 5-year celebration come join us live until the day before our five years. Now, of course, a lot of that, I was sick and stuff like that. But still, I, I you know, I, I dropped the ball on getting that notice out. I've known, I've known that it was going to be our five-year anniversary for five years. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, I hope that answers your question. Or, well, it's not necessarily a question, but I hope it explains to you why you're still going to hear me say, Merry Christmas. Because it's it's Christmas this weekend, and I know that it's not going to be Merry Christmas for you know for ten percent of the audience who will download this, it will be past Christmas. But ninety percent of the people who download this episode, I'm going to say Merry Christmas, and you are going to hear that either on or before Christmas time. So 
that is why I do that, Richard. Thank you very much for the feedback, though. I really appreciate it. Uh, and Randy called in last week, and I forgot to include this, and it was about five years of podcasting. So, Randy, take it away. A shout-out to the Podcast Answer Man for celebrating five years of podcasting at GSPN. We're glad that your mic is used for podcasting and not karaoke. I don't drink, but I'm going to play this commercial in honor of your five-year love affair with the microphone. Congrats from Randy Cantrell in Dallas, Texas. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius, Hawaiian style. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. King of the Karaoke Mic. Mr. King of the Karaoke Mic. Armed with your mic, you brazenly take to the stage, refusing to leave until every last person has been lulled into a peaceful slumber. Wake me when it's over. Country, rock, R&B. From your lips, it all sounds the same. Like a sick cat trapped under a parked car. That's a flat kitty. Sure, nobody's clapping. But that doesn't mean you can't give them six more encores. They're clapping on the inside. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh hero of the high note. You sing to the beat of a different drum. Because the one in your ear is clearly broken. Mr. <laughs> Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, that is hilarious. I love, that's a flat kitty. Uh, that that's good stuff, Randy. Thank you so much for making me smile. And and folks, I, I'm so I'm so excited to have friends like uh, Randy and and so many other other wonderful people. And and Randy, just between me and you, and I know I, I'm I'm alienating like so many people, but uh, between me and you, thank you again for the for the wonderful email uh, that I got from you this week. And uh, moving right along, Meredith uh, says she's having some feed burner woes, and let's see what's. Sh- well, uh, let's see what's going on Hi, over there. Hi, Cliff. This is Meredith from the Overthinking Mom podcast. And I had a question about using FeedBurner and WordPress for RSS feeds. I know that you have answered many questions relating to this before, but I came across a kind of peculiar predicament this morning. Uh, and also, as a side note, I am directly recording into the Ederall without a microphone right now because my beautiful daughter is sitting next to me. Um, so if you hear her in the background, um, she would not let me use the microphone right now. Anyway, back to the question. I have learned a lot from your uh, podcast, and I started things all wrong when I set up a Podomatic account and used their direct feed for putting it into iTunes. And luckily, I was able to get them to do a um, a redirect to a new feed burner feed that I set up. I initially put the Podomatic feed directly into FeedBurner as I was getting my WordPress site all um, settled. My WordPress site got set up. I found the specific uh, RSS feed for the podcast. I put that in and it worked great for about two episodes. It was wonderful because it was showing my new website. But then I noticed this morning that it was just not showing an enclosure for my most recent episode within the FeedBurner feed, which was really strange because I'm hosting at Libsyn and that was working all, all correctly. There was an enclosure showing up on my uh, overthinkingmom.com site. I tried a different, couple different 
kinds of MP3 enclosures. And um, so it was working on my site, just not in the feed. I tried deleting the posts and just reposting all over again, thinking maybe something just went wrong with that. Still wasn't working. So I finally just resorted to putting uh, the Libsyn direct RSS feed into my feed burner, hoping that at least that would update in iTunes because, of course, it wasn't updating without the enclosed MP3 player. That worked, and and now my feed is updated, although the artwork, for some reason, still isn't. But um, I'm still wondering what happened and why, if you've ever encountered that with just a random post that won't show an enclosure... Because I, you know, I used the same MP3 enclosure and the file hosting types for all the previous posts, and they all are showing the enclosures perfectly fine. So maybe it's just a weird fluke on my end, but um, I had to resort to using Libsyn via FeedBurner just to keep the feed up to date. And I was hoping to find a way to get back to my WordPress feed. So thank you again. Love the podcast. I'm learning a lot. And thank you again. Well, Meredith, first and foremost, uh, a couple things here. Your Edderall recorder sounds amazing. And uh, folks, again, I love the Edderall recorder. I mean, seriously, you, you, I mean, obviously you had your child, you know, and cooing and cawing and, 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 and that's great. I, matter of fact, I added some ambience there for your question. But I mean, you, you know, I, I just want to say this, folks. Imagine Meredith. Go, go, if you need to go back and rewind a little bit. Uh, go back and listen to that again. And imagine, Meredith, if she didn't have her child there, just how great that 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 Edderall alone would sound for a podcast. I mean, I'm not kidding you. That it, it, It's an amazing thing. Uh, so, so first and foremost, I love that you have an Edderall. Second of all, I want to say, wow, how awesome is it that Podomatic actually did a RSS feed redirect for you? Wow, that that is such an encouraging thing to hear. And I'm so thankful that they were willing to do a Podomatic RSS feed redirect to your feed burner feed so you didn't have to worry about losing any of your subscribers. That is awesome news. All right. Second of all, no enclosure showing up in a feed burner. And, and the fact that this is only happening to one post on WordPress. Have I ever heard of this before? I've certainly heard of issues where um, uh, the, the RSS feed uh, disappears. But most of the, I, I think I may have seen this once in the last five years. Uh, I may have seen this once where it actually does it just on a particular post and, and stuff like that. Uh, actually, no, I know for a fact I've seen it several times, not necessarily with uh, WordPress feed burner, but with blogspot, blogger and, or blogspot.com uh, with blogger and WordPress. And almost every single time that was an issue with um, some kind of communication between the blogger service and feed burner service. And those always got worked out on their end. They always worked those details out. But this is obviously something you're dealing with on your WordPress. Now, what I have seen on many occasions is when um, it happens where um, you know the, the none of the enclosures are working anymore, and FeedBurner won't pick up any enclosures for you, no matter what you put into the enclosure field or the custom fields. And in fact, I know for a fact one known culprit is Wishlist Member, the plugin that gives you the ability to turn your your WordPress installation into a, a membership site. I, I've seen it time and time and time again 
Uh, and by the way, there are people who swear by wishlist member and they absolutely love it. And I think that's great. Just do me a favor. If you're going to run a podcast, run a podcast off of a different installation of, of, uh, of, uh, WordPress. That, that's my, that's my suggestion. Uh, and by the way, there are, I, I would imagine there are ways to figure out how to get podcasting to work with wishlist member, but you're really, you're at the, you're at the mercy of the support of wishlist member, which I've heard is even, I've even heard that that's great. Uh, so far though, my clients who have wishlist member and had this issue with podcasting, nobody's ever contacted me back to say that they actually found a workaround. And in each case, they were all satisfied to just go ahead and disable the wishlist member plugin and they actually ended up, uh, I think in most every scenario that I know off of the top of my head, they've created a separate WordPress installation for their membership site, installed Wishlist Member and went on their merry way. Uh, so I don't know anybody who's went through the extra steps necessary to get Wishlist Member and podcasting for the public open all in the same uh, deal. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I'd say that, that there is a potential that this is a plug-in situation, that this may be some kind of plug-in that could be causing this to happen to you. Um, to be honest with you, this is not an answer that I can I can answer here as an overall deal. So, um, and I'm not ever trying to, you know, drum up business like, well, you know, if you hire me one-on-one, I can help you out and maybe, you know, see if we can figure something out. But if, if I had anything to, to, to try, if I were to work with you one-on-one, what I would do is, is I would play around with a couple of things, see, see what works, what doesn't work and, and, you know, try enclosing that, you know, MP3 file a couple different ways. I, I would probably see if maybe, you know, trying a new episode rather than the one that you're trying to do and see if that works. And if that's the case, then maybe it could be some issue with the file itself. I, I mean, there are a couple different things that I would think to try. Um, may even try plug, you know, installing PowerPress if you don't have it to see if it's enclosure, functionality would work. I there the, it, it would have to be a lot of trial and error working with you one on one and I would say an hour worth of consulting would probably get to the bottom of it but uh um but yeah the, without without seeing it one on one Meredith I'm not sure that I could could solve it but I've certainly had clients who have hired me in the past that have had similar issues not exactly what you're dealing with but similar issues that we eventually got to the bottom of it and were able to get their WordPress working. And almost every time it it was it was a plugin issue. There was a conflict with a plugin. So anyway, so there you go. Katie Davis is up next. Uh, Katie, uh, take it away. Hi, Cliff. It's Katie Davis from Brain Burps About Books. I first I want to thank you for coming on my podcast this week. It was such a great interview that I actually uh, wanted to. We never stopped talking, and I wanted to extend my viewers pleasure and I divided it into two episodes so you're on this week and next week so thank you so much for that and I I think it was great I was so excited though I I babbled a bit and I'm really happy for editing which leads me to I did have a lot of problems editing this because I cut it in half I used GarageBand and I cut it in half and then I lost some clips and then I listened to an episode recent episode where you were telling somebody like oh you're gonna lose your your clips and one too many times and you'll learn to get an editing software thing that made me realize that I really do need to get real editing software now that I've done like 23 or four episodes. Um, and I started looking, I clicked through your site wanting you to get your, your, uh, 
your payback for having it up there and I appreciate all your advice on all the products and I am one of your fans who uses everything you say pretty much and I clicked through to Adobe and I was going to get Audition when I saw Sound Booth which is about a third of the price and probably not as complicated and I searched on your site and didn't find anything for Sound Booth and I wondered if you know anything about it and if it's good for somebody like me who uses podcasting to help people in my field which is children's writing and children's literature but I'm I'm not going to be I'm not going full time with podcasting the way you are, but I do use it to increase my business and to help other people. And I I would like something that is intuitive, but also I would be, like to be able to afford it. And the audition is uh, you know kind of expensive. So I was just wondering if you know about Soundbooth and how it compares to Audition and why I might regret getting Soundbooth and and put put out the big cake to get audition. So that's it. Keep doing all the great work you're doing. And thank you again for being on my podcast, Brain Burps About Books. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, Katie, thank you so much. And first and foremost, I want to say thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. It was an honor to be on there and interviewed about the the prospects of podcasting for authors and and the possible passive income generating ideas that authors could pursue through online marketing and, and stuff like that. And if folks, if you want to check it out, go to, um, I'm looking here, the easiest way that I can tell you to go is to go to authorkatiedavis.blogspot.com. Go to authorkatiedavis.blogspot.com. Now, for 90% of you, it's going to be the most recent episode out there. For 10% of my audience, chances are this is way back in the archives of December 15th, 2010, by the way. Uh, so just all you would have to do is go to our site and, and, and dig through the archives to December 2010, and, and you'll find... Uh, probably both episodes if you're if you're in the ten percent that will get this uh, you know after the first twenty four hours of this being posted. So there you go. How's that for clarifying that, uh, <laughs> Richard? I hope that helps out for for those of you who are listening later, uh, which I do know is is a valuable uh, portion of my audience. I mean, ten you know still ten percent of my audience. This is, is a sizable number of people as well, and I recognize that. But still, uh, it's still the reason why I do that. All right. So anyway, um, but yeah. Oh, by the way, I love being interviewed on people's podcast. And a couple of things I want to clarify. I love being invited to come on people's podcast. If I'm being invited to come talk about podcasting, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't clarify that once before. And, and I was invited to come on a podcast and, and I was, it, I wasn't there to talk about podcasting. I was just there to be a, uh, a fill in for somebody that couldn't make it. And, and it was a long podcast, not that it was terrible and, and I didn't have a good time, but it was not necessarily what I, I I like to be a part of most of the time. So um, I want to clarify that I love to be interviewed on people's podcasts about podcasting. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. One of the reasons I love doing it is because it does expose me to a lot of other people out there. And, and I get a lot of exposure that way. Uh, I'm going to tell you, you will never once ever hear me ask to be on your show. Uh, I will tell you here on my on my show, I love to be asked to be on your show, but I'm never going to ask you directly, can I be on your show? 
And I want to tell you that I don't ever like to be asked if you can be on my show because that puts me in an awkward position of of uh, possibly having to tell you, no, I'm not interested. Uh, and, and I hate that awkward position. Uh, and there's a chance that, you know, let me tell you, if, if I'm going to have you on my show, I'm going to invite you on on my show. And, and I'll do it when, when I'm interested. And, and I hope to say the same thing. You know what? Don't invite me on your show unless you desperately want me on your show and you think it's a great, perfect fit for your show, your audience at that particular time. And I just want to say that if you are interested in having me on your show and you want to ask me to come on your show and talk about podcasting and the benefits of podcasting, the awesomeness of podcasting, I'm happy to do it most any time. And in fact, I tell my assistant, I have an, a brand new assistant, Amy, and she knows that I, I will do at least, uh, you know, up to one podcast interview per week on my schedule. I have an open slot that um, that I always keep open for podcast interviews where people invite me to come on their show. So if you want me to do that, I'm absolutely excited to do so. Uh, again, the, the, the big thing is, is I want you to know what I love is I love to be interviewed about the, the prospects of podcasting. You can ask me anything you want about podcasting and, and it exposes me to your audience. In fact, you know, that it's a, it's an easy way to get a free 30 minute consulting call with me because you can ask me all the questions you want. Uh, the thing is, is, is in return, it's, it's not necessarily a free consulting call. You are giving me in return exposure to your audience. And, and I love that opportunity and it means a lot to me. And so Katie, th- to know that you've exposed me to your audience means a lot to me and I thank you for it. And in return, I'm just going to say that uh, if you check out the show notes for Podcast Answer Man episode 189, I'll be sure to put a direct link to where Katie interviewed me. And by the way, if anybody else out there has interviewed me and uh, you know, I haven't provided a link to you in my show notes from my site. Do me a favor, email me, say, Hey Cliff, you know, you mentioned in episode 189, you know, I don't think you ever actually inter- you put the link into the interview I did where I interviewed you about podcasting and, and, and please let me know that email me cliff at podcastanswerman.com and I will put you and mention, I'll put a note and mention you in a future episode and we'll make sure we get that rectified because I love the fact that you invite me to be on your show. All right, now with the question, GarageBand, first and foremost, I want to say it's not all that bad. It's not something I'll ever podcast with, and 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 it's certainly not my favorite. You know, people get GarageBand 101, and, and I've had people say, okay, Cliff, I get it. You don't like it. But yes, thank you for the information. Yes, I do show people how to podcast with GarageBand, and, 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 and it's not, it's not, I'm going to say it's not horrible. It's not horrible. And in fact, there are some really cool benefits to, pot, to GarageBand. And it, and it works for people who's, who mind, whose mind works in the Apple way in that way. Um, as far as SoundBooth, never used it before. I have no clue. Um, and so I, I can just tell you that the reason why you won't find anything in my archives, I've just never tried it before. It's not that I don't like it, but I love Adobe Audition. And, I, and so I don't know. Somebody can tell me, do, do they have the same multi-band compressor built into sound booth I, i've never I, i've been podcasting enough to where i could imagine that and, and enough people who have hired me to train them on adobe audition who would have looked at the cheaper alternative of sound booth nobody's ever come to me at this point and it's been five years now nobody's ever said but cliff you can do the same thing that one thing that you love so much you can do that in sound booth nobody's ever told me that ever and so i can't imagine that it's in there now the thing is 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 about 
the 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 cost associated with a Adobe Audition. Well, first and foremost, if you want to try something different and you're just, and and you're not going for the multi-band compressor secret sauce deal that I do on processing on all my shows, uh, then you might want to look into Audacity. It's free, and and I I would if I didn't have Adobe Audition, and it was and it came down between GarageBand and Audacity, I would use Audacity. I would. Uh, I'd have to go through a bunch of extra steps. I might even actually open up the WAV file after I finish an audacity and run it through the uh, you know the vo- voice processing using the processing that's available, radio mail noisy process on um, GarageBand, and then export that as an uncompressed file and uh, then convert it over to an MP3 file. I, actually, I think GarageBand does a good job of doing... I, I'm not positive that GarageBand uses the Fraunhofer encoder, but I know iTunes does. And so if I if it came down to it, I probably would just use uh, Audacity and then export as a wave and then use iTunes to convert to MP3. Now, when it comes to the price of Adobe Audition, I think it's worth $349. I really do for me. But then again, you're talking to somebody who podcasts, you know, more than 2,400 episodes in five years. I do a minimum of eight episodes a week. So for me, it's it's a worthy investment. So much so that I just trained my virtual assistant how to do it. And I'm transferring one of my licenses. Uh, and I've paid for more than one license for th- at $349 a piece. I've, uh, I'm transferring one of my licenses uh, off of my sis- one of my si- computer systems over to my assistant so that she can have the ability to now process my files for me. However, I want to tell you, it is possible for many people, a lot of people actually, uh, would be eligible to get Adobe Audition for $150. And I guess one of the places I'm going to tell you to go to, and I can't remember right off the top of my head right now who pointed me to this, but AcademicSuperstore.com slash products slash Adobe slash Audition. Again, I'm going to say it one more time. You can go back and rewind it if you want to a couple times if you need. AcademicSuperstore.com slash products slash Adobe slash Audition. $150. A couple things. You have to be purchasing this for either a student or a teacher. There you go. And from what I understand from my client is that elementary school students are included. And so I have three elementary school students in my home right here. And uh, I understand that there's something you have to do to prove or whatever. You might have to send them a grade card or something like that. Uh, but it, they, I hear it's real easy to do. And from what I understand that, you know, if I'm using this and I'm teaching my kids how to use Adobe Audition in my home and, and teaching them how to process, which by the way, I happen to have a 11 year old daughter who has done a podcast when she was, I think she was eight years old when she started it. And uh, at eight years old, she had a podcast with 32,000 subscribers, the Hannah Montana fan podcast. Yep. So uh, she doesn't do that anymore, but uh, she did. She had a pretty popular podcast and guess what? produced with and uh, processed with Adobe Audition. So certainly, uh, I I would say that technically speaking, I could have been eligible for getting that at $150. I never have tried, though. Although, if, uh, you know, if Adobe, when Adobe Audition for the Mac actually comes out, uh, I may actually look at that as a possibility. So I don't know. Or you could just try Adobe or Audacity as, as well. Anyway, one last voicemail question from Robert, and we're going to wrap things up here. Actually, no, we're not. 
uh, I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to wrap things up anyway, because I don't want to go over an hour. And uh, let's see if I actually hit this. I, I have a whole three minutes and 30 seconds of music and... Uh, I literally only have one minute left of, of audio recording before I hit the one hour mark. So I'm just going to fade the music out here in just a minute. But I just want to say first and foremost, for 90% of you, Merry Christmas here in 2010. And for the other rest of you out there, I hope that you had a Merry Christmas in December 2010. Uh, I, I um, am excited about the possibilities that are coming in 2010, I'm excited to say that I can actually say that I'm excited about 2010 uh, or 2011 um, because I couldn't have said that a week ago. And if you want to find out more about that, go to Pursuing a Balanced Life, episode 483. I'm in a better place mentally, emotionally, and spiritually now than I was uh, when I recorded that. And uh, I'm glad to say that. I want to say again, thank you to everybody who's purchased a digital training video product from podcastanswerman.com slash products here in 2010 uh, December. It's been a huge blessing to me. And you know what? Forget it. I'm going over an hour. We're just going to be an hour and two minutes. So deal with it, I guess. Right. But anyway, I just want to say thank you to everybody um, who has purchased those products. Um, I don't yet have anything on the schedule for my next webinars, my next products. But man, do I need to get working on that because... uh, I need to get. I need to start moving forward again. Wow! Hit a solo button. Hey. Uh, anyway, just want to say, um, yeah. I don't know when this new podcast about business is going to come out. Don't even know what the title is going to be. But uh, I, 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 I want to say that I'm mildly excited right now. And when I get finished with this sinus infection deal and praying that it doesn't turn into bronchitis for the next three months, uh, I want to say that eventually I'm going to be really excited about it. And if you know anybody that's willing to sponsor a podcast like that, I am interested in hearing about potential sponsors uh, for that particular show. And uh, also, I'm going to be going on a cruise. I'm waiting to officially announce this thing. So I got to get my confirmation that I've paid. I'm I'm sitting here waiting to give my credit card to the guy who's responsible for, for filling all that stuff out. And as uh, soon as I get that, then I'm, I'm going to be heavily promoting the cruise that I'm going on with Dan Miller. I'm going to be one of his uh, speakers on, on one of the sessions there on the cruise. And I'm looking forward to that. If you want to go cruising with me and my wife, I want to invite you to do so. It's going to be an awesome seven days over the week of uh, Valentine's Day. I think it's February 12th through whenever that is. And uh, so definitely interested in have you go cruising with me and my wife and our family and, and so many other wonderful people who are biz- small to medium-sized business owners and and people who are looking to transition into that lifestyle, planning your life. And uh, yeah, business and pleasure, working it all together. Anyway, folks, I'm done. I am, I'm, I put all my energy into the day, just finished my eighth episode of today, and I am finished. Merry Christmas to y'all. God bless you. I'll be back next week. Until then, join the community.